coming up on The Potter's Touch. He went into the grave as me, and he got up as me. The question is, are we really resurrected? I'm trying to get you from grave to grace. Grace can cause you to go through something that will burn up other people. And it won't burn up you, because you got the grace. in the name of Jesus Christ, our King, I am so glad to have this opportunity to be in your homes and a part of your lives to share the infallible, immutable Word of God. Today, we're going to the book of Ephesians chapter 2. You can get ahead of me because of some powerful things I'm going to be teaching today. Graves turn to grace, or from graves to grace. It's powerful. The transition, what do I mean by it? Stick around. Today, we want to understand that what he did on the cross and in the grave and when he rose has, first of all, been acted out in the water when he was baptized. John baptized him in the water to give us a preview of what he would do on the cross. John didn't even want to do it, but Jesus said, suffer it to be so, to fulfill all righteousness. And the Bible says that John baptized Jesus, and when he took him down in the water, we hear no words. But when he came up out of the water, up out of the water, up out of the water, is like coming up out of the grave. When he came up out of the grave, a voice spoke from heaven and said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. The Holy Spirit descended on him like a dove. And here, for the first time since Genesis, we see the fullness of the Godhead dwelling in him bodily, even as he rose up from the dead with all power in his hand, all exousia, all authority is in his hand. Hand. He rose in the fullness of his power. He rose both Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. He rose from the dead. I heard him say, Cora, no man takes my life. I lay it down, and if I lay it down, I'll pick it back up again. Then Paul says he was raised the same spirit that quickened Jesus' body. So Paul says it was the Holy Ghost. Jesus says it was him. And then later he says he was raised by the glory of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, all embodied. This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. Holy Spirit descending like a dove, fullness of the Godhead. Everything in heaven spared no expense in his resurrection. They didn't even get it. All of you that got it, holler at your boy. That means the fullness of the Godhead that said, let us make man. It's the same fullness of the Godhead that was committed to raising Jesus from the dead. And Paul says, oh, that I may know him. The him he's talking about is the fullness of God. 
in the power of his resurrection. I'm trying to tell you that that same fullness is ready to pay all expense to get you up out of whatever had you locked up. So when Jesus went to the cross, he went for me. He went as me. <laughs> so he went into the grave as me. And he got up as me. He, he <laughs> Paul makes a connection in Ephesians 2 and 1. And you have he quickened. Shut up. You have he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. In other words, Jesus got up as a shadow of you. Glory to God. If he didn't get up, I couldn't get up. When he got up, <laughs> I got up. When he died, I died with him. That's why death has no more power over me. Because when I accept him as my savior, I tell sin, I already paid the bill on Calvary. I don't owe you anymore. Jesus paid my debt, took my death, and rose up. And Paul says, and you have he quickened who were dead in the trespasses and sins. It says, he quickened you. All of this was done so that you might know him in the power of his resurrection. All of this was done so that you might identify with him. He got up out of the grave. And Paul says, I got up with him. The question is, are we really resurrected? Or are we still stuck where he was? Are we still where he used to be? Are we still allowing ourselves to be trapped in a grave? Are we trapped in a grave that we have grace over? Are we living in a tomb that we should be evicted from? We are. We are stuck in a grave that God is calling us out of. Stuck in a mindset, a mentality. Stuck in things because they're familiar. And you have he quickened who were dead in the, in the trespasses of sin. Because in times past, the book says, ye walked according to the God of this world. In times past of whom we all had our conversations 
in whom we all, don't, don't be looking at me funny. I'm not the only one who came out the grave in whom we all had our conversations in times past, fulfilling the lust of the flesh, even as others, according to the nature and the course of this world. We were all stuck in the grave, fulfilling the lust of the flesh, going, walking, according, yeah, look at that, among whom we also had our conversation in times past, in the lust of our flesh, one, two, fulfilling the desires of the flesh, three, and of the mind, and were by nature, four, the children of wrath, even as other. It was natural. It was natural to be nasty. It was by nature the children of wrath. You don't have to take little children and take them to a class on lying. Have you ever noticed you don't even have to teach a three-year-old how to lie? They'll steal a cookie and you say, who got the cookie? Crumbs all over their mouth. Never took a class on lying because we are by nature. We are nasty. Don't stand there with your holy blue eyes looking at me, acting like you have always been right. The Bible said, the Bible said, the Bible said, it ain't one or two of us, we were among whom also we all had our conversations in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Give me verse 4. slap somebody and tell him he got me out of my grave. He got me out, he got me out, he got me out, he got me out. He got me out, he got me out, he got me out. We see the hint of this. We see it when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. He raised him out of the position of the dead, when he called him out of the grave. Lazarus, I'm getting ready to change your position. Come forth. Now disciples, change his condition. Loose the man and let him go. I admit, I'm still changing my condition, but my position has already been changed by the blood.
Hi, this is Bishop Rosie O'Neill. Bishop Michael Blue. Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts. Bishop Joseph Walker III, and I want to invite you to the International Pastors and Leadership Conference. As leaders, we must continue to stay teachable and current. You are the why behind this year's IPNL Conference in Dallas, Texas. If you're a millennial, entrepreneur, pastor, or leader, this life-changing event is for you. Through the mentoring and the coaching that we will receive, you'll be able to put the effort into the places that produce the most impact so that your life and ministry can have success. I want to invite you. Meet me in Dallas. Don't miss this chance. April 17th through 21st, along with pastors, leaders, and entrepreneurs from all around the world. 2018 is going to be your year of impact. Head over to pastorsandleaders.org to get your tickets. I can't wait to see who you will inspire this spring. who is rich in mercy. He's rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Come on. Even when we were dead in sins, have quickened us, made us alive together with not after, with Christ, by grace. You know, say, wait a minute. That means if I'm quickened together with Christ, if I'm serving a resurrected Jesus, then we should be a resurrected church. If he is risen, The, the risen church, if he is risen, you should be risen. The book said he have quickened us together with Christ. With Christ. When he got up, we got up. So the church is not on the cross. And the church is not in the grave because we have been quickened together with Christ. I told you when Christ rose from the dead, he didn't rise up to continue his old life where death was a threat. He rose up in the next dimension to die no more. So he raised to the next dimension we were quickened together with Christ. Why am I living in the grave dimension when I ought to be living in the resurrected dimension? Take me, but God who is rich in mercy, take me back to that, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, come on. Even when we were dead in sins have quickened us together with Christ, by grace you are saved, come on and hath raised us up together and made us sit and made us sit together not in heaven 
I haven't been to heaven yet, but I'm living in heavenly places. I'm thinking in heavenly places. I'm walking in heavenly places. Every now and then when I'm doing the dishes, I can tell. Because I start out washing the dishes, but when I start praising God, it don't even seem like I'm in my kitchen anymore. I'm in heavenly places. In this is my address. My address is in Christ Jesus. What I'm trying to get you to see is that we need to be a risen church. If we, are, if we have a risen Lord, we need to have a risen church. The problem with most of us is that we are still stuck in the grave stage and not the grace stage. It was funny when the Lord gave me this message. It's only one letter difference. between grace and grave. You can change one thing. You just, you just a minor adjustment. And the grave you've been thinking in, the grave you've been worrying in, the grave you've been upset in, if you change one letter, are y'all getting anything yet? You're going to step into grace. Grace is the risen church. The, the risen, let me, let me check you out. Have you ever gone through something that normally you would flip out about? But for some reason, <laughs> see, the devil mailed it to your old address, but you don't live there no more. He's seeking the living amongst the dead, and what used to drive you crazy, doesn't drive you crazy anymore because God has given you such a grace, you got a peace that don't even make any sense. Who am I preaching to? Every now and then the enemy will send a letter to your old address and he's looking for you to be in the grave that you already came out of but God has given you such a grace that you can't even explain why you're not upset. You heard what he said, but it didn't affect you like it used to affect you because you are living in heaven. Final point and I'll close. If you're going from grave to grace, you have to possess the grace 
it's not gonna happen just because you go around gracie places. I watch people sit in church. I know a lot about you by how you receive the word. You'd be surprised what I can know just by watching you receive the word. Some of you are in gracy places, but you don't really seek them. You don't really open up your spirit. You don't open up your heart. The spirit of God can fall like rain, but you don't stick out your tongue and get your mouth wet. Everything you need is in the room right now. But your pride, your pride, you just as lost as a sock. But your pride won't let you seek out the Savior. You're surrounded with something that could change the rest of your life. But you are so used to being in the trash can of who you used to be that your pride won't let you seek. Everybody who attends a service doesn't seek in the service. I'm real good about being dignified. I can be dignified as anybody you know. When it comes time, I can put it on with the best of them. Trust me, I can hold my own. But when it's time to seek his face, Ain't nothing I'm wearing that good. Ain't nothing I'm driving that cute. No degree I attain that important. Because whatever I got, God gave it to me. Y'all didn't hear, whatever I got, whatever I've accomplished, God gave it to me. And I will bless the Lord I'm going to close, but I want to start something. I want to start a revolution. I want to start something that sets you on a new trajectory. I'm trying to get you in the next dimension. I'm trying to get you from grave to grace. Excuse me. I felt the Holy Ghost. God quickened my spirit. He quickened my spirit and reminded me something. I drove back and forth from Charleston to Montgomery for 10 years, pastoring 5, 10, 50 people. Didn't seem like no problem, cause I had the grace to do it. When you got the grace, when you got the grace, you can deal with the grit and it doesn't even bother you, cause you got the grace, shot out. Hey. Woo! Oh my, oh, I feel like having for church. Because I want you to understand, grace can cause you to go through something that would burn up other people. And it won't burn up you, because you got the grace to go through it. I'm trying to quit. You know, the book said that he shed his blood as a propitiation of our sins. I always wondered what propitiation meant. I looked it up and it gave me some revelation. 
but it didn't give me the fullness of the revelation. I didn't fully get it until I started studying aerodynamics. That when they take space shuttles into the heavens, they have a propitiator as they change atmospheres. When they get ready to go from one atmosphere to the another, right, right, right. the friction right. of entering into the next dimension would cause the astronaut to burn up in the capsule. But they have a propitiator. The propitiator is designed so that the friction that should have burned you up, the propitiator observes the friction so that the astronaut remains alive. Some of you have gone through some stuff that should have killed you. But the Bible said, when you pass through the water, I'll be with you. When you go through the fire, I've got to close right there. It's been a real joy to have this opportunity to share the Word of God with you. I pray that it bless your soul in immeasurable ways and that the Word of God would come to flesh and fruition in the way you live your life and go forward in the future. That's what we're after. That's what we live for. That's what we pray for. Let me take just a moment before we close and remind you that it is... Leadership is really my thing. I think it's so important, whether it's in the home, whether it's in the workplace, whether it's in the family, wherever there is a deficit of leadership, there will always be problems. Invest in yourself and your team to become the leader that God can use publicly and privately. It's not just a position. There is more to leadership than a position. Join me this year's Pastors and Leadership Conference. We're going to take it on. God wants to change your trajectory and take you in a new direction. Move from the graveyard to grace. The enemy will send a letter to your old address looking for you to be in the grave, but God has given you such a grace you can't even explain why you're not upset. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Bishop Jake's life-affirming four-message set, Graves to Grace, on CD. Everything you need is already done. You're not going to have to wait for it. By the time they bring it to you, you already have it. And when your gift is $70, or more, you will receive Graves to Grace on four CDs, the Framed by Faith DVD, and the My Miracle Journal. You go from the distant to the designated, but ultimately you have to go to the divine. And when your gift is $125 or more, we will add this new King James Version compact large print reference Bible, perfect to take anywhere so you are never without the Word. I set before you life and death choose Let God's grace propel you higher than you've ever thought possible today. It will bring you to another level in your church, in your ministry. It was life-changing. I came there looking for something from God, and I found it. What I have learned in here, I can take back and incorporate it in my church. This is a place where leaders get reloaded, rejuvenated, refocused. You need to be here. It's so inspirational. Make plans to take your leadership to the next level by registering at pastorsandleaders.org. We can't wait to see what God has in store for you in 2018. I'm watching Bishop D.D. Jakes five years. You know, every time I'm, I'm struggling with something in, in my ministry there at home, it's like spoken to me and helped me to, to pass that struggling. I'm coming from the Caribbean, Trinidad. I'm from Brazil. From Kelowna, British Columbia on the west coast of Canada. From South Africa. From Romania. 
Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.